0: This episode of the podcast is sponsored by a best-selling author called Dr. Jim White and the release of his new book, Broken America. Jim is also the author of a bestseller book, What's My Purpose? A Journey of Personal and Professional Growth. Both books can be bought on Amazon and links to these can be found in the episode description. Jim White has also bought, expanded and sold 23 companies... It- Operating in 44 countries, Jim acquires struggling businesses and revives and develops them into profitable enterprises using his business turnaround strategy. To date, Jim has generated more than 1.8 billion in dollars in revenue. If you love my podcast, please, please, please remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Leave me a 5 star rating, or 4, even though I prefer 5, and leave a review informing other listeners why you love Talk With Oliver podcast and why they should listen too. It means a lot. I hope you enjoyed the episode everyone. Right Right Mr Jim So you have a book that's coming out And I want you to tell the listeners What this book is about Uh,
1: Broken America Uh, It's called Broken America Ten Principles to Restore Civility In America uh, so it's uh, going to be released on the ninth, uh, and uh, if I got a copy of it someplace here. Where is it? I should have a copy. You never be without a book that you're going to release, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be released. Uh, uh, yeah, I had it laying over here in the corner. So, yes, yeah, so, uh, you know, it's 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 ten principles, uh, and I start off the first part of the book and uh, start off with the Constitution. Uh, the the U.S. Constitution And the founding fathers And the founding mothers And I wanted to uh, Bring an awareness once again Even though everybody in the world Everybody specifically in the United States Understand the Constitution the United States Amendment Then I would say maybe they don't uh, Especially with some of the behavior That we're seeing the play out In America politics today So uh, I am a uh, I, I am a veteran, I, a, a military army veteran, a uh, uh, disabled army veteran, uh, in, in the Vietnam era, and uh, I'm 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 a proud American, and I, uh, I I I I just couldn't sit on the sideline anymore, and uh, and remain silent, uh, in my opinion, to see some of the uh, antics and the uh, uh, some of the leadership. Uh, uh, Principles that are being, uh, being currently employed, and I try to be as politically uh, correct as I possibly can, but I'm not sure this is time to be politically correct because I think the United States is in pain and I think she's hurting. So I wanted to d- do what I could do uh, to uh, address it and take it from a spirit of someone that loves America and has fought for America and... Uh, and and uh, I, I I think we're going in the wrong direction. So, here I am. Uh, we've 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 written the book, and we've uh, uh, and it's all been under nine months uh, since we started writing this book to release. So it's been, and I wanted to get it out prior to the U.S. general election in November. Uh, and uh, so that's that's what we're doing and that's that's dear to my heart and i hope that uh, we can get uh, people not only in the united states but around the world to take a look at the principles uh, that we're laying out in the book and those principles is vision for country courage uh, uh, what is capitalism what is it not uh, uh, diversification diversity of you know and, and and all of the things that i think makes us a human society, not just in the United States, but I think his principles apply around the globe.
0: See, many, many years ago, we were just a small tribe. We had a leader and there was, say, 20 followers and they would all follow because if they didn't, then the leader would essentially kill them, right? send them away. Right. And so as those tribes have got bigger and bigger and bigger, there's still one head at the top of the triangle. But the, the people below have increased so much so. And what happens when you have lots of people, you have other people trying to take control as well. So now you've got two leaders fighting for the same position. Now, if you imagine like energy in terms of the Big Bang, when there's too much energy, it is an explosion. And years and years over the last, say, 50 years, the population has gone from, say, 4 billion, probably less to 8 billion, You've just been smothered with all these human beings trying to have some form of control amongst a place where there's already somebody who has control. And so now everyone is getting a bit of control. They're being heard. That's what all this political correctness is happening. People are getting, they feel powerful when they say this should be that or this should be that. Government are scared of crap. What happens if they don't, if I don't do it, they're going to cause havoc. So you say, I'll give you a bone and you sit happily over there. And then uh, some gay movement comes over there. They give you a bone, some black movement, give you a bone, some vegan movement. I'll give you a bone. And have, all these bones are being given out. And every country in the world has given out so many bones to shut people up for that minute. They don't know who, how many bones they've given out. Who is shutting up? Who's piping up? They've literally lost control. And so this political correctness about black or white, left or right, yin and yang, public and Democrat, you know, up, down, sun, moon. It's not reality. As you know, everything in life is a grey and yet politics is simply black and white. And so I think and I wrote a book about this about three years ago and I did a YouTube video on this. And it's all to do with the only way the world can essentially evolve any further is having small local governments. So imagine state-owned governments. So no one head chief at the top. Small governments where they have their own rules and regulations. So let's just say that loads of vegans lived in Ohio and loads of um, people who um, like plants lived in say, Connecticut. If you don't like plants, but you like vegan, shut up in that state and come live in this state. Yeah. Okay, so now you've got all the blacks living there, or the Republicans living there, all the vegans living there, all the gays living here. Just like local tribes years ago, you had like all these different tribes and belief systems, and they all were spread out. Thousands of tribes. Now, because of how everything is, all the tribes have moved together. They're sharing their ideas, religious beliefs, political beliefs, what they like to eat. You should be eating noodles and rice, and they haven't got the right immune system to have nuts because, you know, allergies and all that nonsense. Everyone's being merged together, and we're trying to like still live in a a system of you know black and white you should do this you should not do this and it's not it's not a reality so moving forward it's like the big bang once it gets together it explodes and you've got a planet over here a planet over here a planet over here and then life grows on that planet life grows on that planet and life grows on that planet
1: i (laughs) wow i couldn't agree with you more uh and uh i i i wrote my first book uh, and released it in 2007. As we know, 2008 was another uh, major issue, not only in the United States but affected the, uh, around the globe as well. And that book was called "What's My Purpose: A Journey of Personal and Professional Growth." And uh, and and that one every, every time I use those words, it just gives uh, chills. I still get chills today uh, because I, I I wrote the book to say every human being. Uh, on on the globe has a unique purpose and uh, a unique purpose and but the challenge we have uh, is to be able to have uh, I'm going to use the word the freedoms for lack of a better word right at the moment but we all have choices right we all we all we all have choices however some parts of the world uh, the choices you make when you're talking about freedom and liberty comes at a a, a very severe price. Sometimes, sometimes it costs you your life if you if if you, if you lack. So that's been a that's been a uh, uh, a journey of mind. Uh, so now what uh, fourteen years or so since I since I wrote that book, and we're still out there. Uh, we can have meaning in life, but once again, what is the purpose? At the end, when you leave this human body uh, and uh, your your spirit's going to, whatever your belief system is, and everybody deserves to have their belief system. But I use the energetic example such as you used, Oliver. I I I love what you just said. And ener- energetically, we have got to uh, continue to explore and uh and And I, I did a podcast a couple of days ago, uh, three or four days ago, and I think at that time, I, I I would love to be able to have all the leaders of the world in the room for an hour and be able to close the door <laughs> and, and, and have a discussion. Why can't we get this right, folks? Uh, what 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 is it we must do? Uh, how, how many people must be uh, uh, suppressed? How many? How many people must die as a result of bad decisions, and bad leadership? Because we're just trying to uh, con- con- control many, many of the populations around the world. And 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 actually, I also in 2008, uh, one of the uh, courses that I created was called the Tribe of Five. I love your definition of the tribe and explain exactly the head of the pri- tribe. And brought in different uh, uh, groups, uh, you know, from, from from around early early years, going back four or five, six hundred years, as to how they uh, survived in de- during those times. So, uh, so that's that's what we're doing here in, in, in America. And uh, and as we look at we, we look across the water, uh, we, we we've got to realize that here you and I are. Uh, we, we had initial contact and we can get on the phone right now and uh, within two hours and sit down and have a serious conversation. And I don't know why uh, that is not occurring more frequently with some of our world leaders as well.
0: So imagine like um, forest fires, so you have say an acorn, it creates a, a sprout that becomes a tree and then another acorn becomes a tree and now they start fighting for nutrients underground with the roots and then those trees get really really big and in a hot day that sun heats up that branch, it's so close to the other branch that that sets that branch alight and in a massive forest it's just that's connected to that one, that's connected to that one, before you know it the whole forest has burnt down and then it all goes back to the ground and then the whole cycle starts again. Before man became too smart and had all this medicine and stuff like that, people would die from flus like COVID. It's the way that the world recycles. It gets rid of the, the deadwood to create new life. Now, man thinks that we are the most amazing species on the planet and we want to live forever. We want to protect humanity. Just like if a lion sees another lion about to get eaten by, say, a buffalo, it will come and uh, come and help it but what's happened is that we've all come together and because we're so close together everyone's problems are becoming everyone else's problems now we've all got our own individual problems but everyone else's problems come first because it's easier to say what somebody else should do than it is to go deep within ourselves and find our own problems and so life just continues and people forget where they came from and then we we feel powerful it's like we we, when you're in pain and um, imagine having, imagine you've got a thorn in your hand and you press that thorn and you feel that pain. There's a there's a a power of trying to find a way, um, there's a power of trying to find a way to get that thorn out. And therefore we feel, one sec. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then we feel like we've achieved something when we found a way to get the thorn out, right? But then other thorns just keep coming in. So we don't stop. We don't find reasons why those thorns entered our body in the first place and stop them from happening again. It's almost like a dog. It will purposely throw a ball into the water in order to find it. It will probably dig a bone and bury it in order to find it. And I was like, I saw a dog do this once. He was throwing a ball into the water and, and trying to dig it and find it. I was like, what the hell is he doing? He's done that 20 times now. And I realized something, as you said. He has a purpose at that specific moment. If all we have in life is a purpose, because there really is no purpose, it's just a bit of bacteria that's evolved and eating everything. What the hell do we do? And the answer is, well, you're here, so you might as well do something, find a purpose. And interestingly enough, before you know we arranged to do this, I did my first individual podcast by myself where I just simply turn on the mic and speak. And mm-hmm. the very first thing I said was, Every day I ask myself, what is the purpose of life? And I ask myself, what is the purpose? And I say, there is no purpose. Our purpose is to find a purpose. And the other day I was on a walk with my family. I've been teaching my mum all this energy power of the mind, law of attraction. You know, all this nonsense, right? I've been telling her seven years. All she's ever heard is that, right? Until she started to take control herself and do her own research and find her own mentors. So I didn't have to be that mentor forever, right? Mm -hmm. And I was saying yesterday on the walk, the only purpose we have in life is to find a purpose. Now, that could be picking berries to make an apple pie. That could be picking apples to juice and give to your friends some apple apple cider. It could be seeing an old lady and saying, can I go to the shop centre for you? For that moment, that is your purpose. It could be asking your neighbour, can I walk your dog for you if you get home late? The purpose doesn't have to be forever. It could be more than one. It... it, it it's just about finding a purpose, a reason to get up in the morning. And a lot of people who rely on government have forgotten that they're not in control of you. Like they they have an overall of what you should or shouldn't do to keep society stabilised. But you can do whatever you want. And when people try and fight governments and, and movements to create change, it's like that thorn in you. You've got that pain. You've got that being your bonnet. You've got that feeling of, I feel like there's more. I should deserve more. And that becomes your mot- your motive. And you go down a path and we should be doing this, blah, 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 blah. Once they say they've written a policy, they've given out that bone, you relax, you surrender and you feel, oh, this is so peaceful. But during that moment, trying to get that thorn out, it was so painful that when you get it out, it feels amazing. But we didn't understand is that There's a feeling without that thorn at all that's so much better than that feeling of, I've got what I wanted. And everything is becoming overwhelming. And people say, you know, online and social media is really good because you can see see your uncle or your auntie in another country. But I say it's because of technology that she buggered off there in the first place because she can get on a train. She can get on a plane run by a, a system of technology. So it's called finding... He found a solution to a problem when there wasn't even a problem, right? The solution is the no, the problem is the solution to the problem. It's like man trying to create everything. It's like Elon Musk has created this earpiece where we can sort of send thoughts to each other with a little chip. People have been doing that called telepathy for millions of years, right? Yes. You put a thought out, meet me at the beach, Jesus. And then Moses comes along at the exact same time. Right. At the, you know, that's happened for years as humans yeah. trying to just take over stuff. And it's like, like God created it already, mate. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, absolutely. And uh, I often say over the years, uh, you what you think is what you get, right? So you you, you can think it in the, and, and, and I'm a huge uh, energetic, uh, uh, person and, and, and always studying and, and the power, how we could set, you and I could set and we could get someone in Nairobi and, uh, Russia, wherever it is around the globe. And we could have a conversation and we could put our thoughts out of the things we want to think and it will absolutely manifest if you do it. And, it, and conversely, what well, we have the, the I'm, I'm going to choose a word hopefully it will make sense when we have people thinking that it says destruction and pain and i want to control and i want to uh i i i, I want to do um uh, i'm gonna use bad things to find bad things versus uh do we think that the globe, as a society, if we could get a m- movement going forward about the energetic thought process of how we could uh, uh, talk to each other uh, energetically, like you said, which we've been doing for billions of years, and uh, now with, with technology, does technology make it better, or does it not make it better? In our ability to connect with the our fellow human beings globally, uh, to be able to ask that question, what's my purpose? And I love the way you put it. What's my purpose? It could be for an hour. It could be for a day. It's every time. It's every day changing. I get up every day, and I have an exercise that I do. I go, when, when uh, I, I get up, and uh, uh, I may not, <laughs> I, I may be brushing my teeth, but I have exercise, I'm looking in a mirror. I'm looking directly in my eyes. I'm, I'm just standing there looking, and I'm basically saying, I'm looking t- into my soul. And I asked a question, what can I do today better than I didn't do yesterday that's going to affect someone's life in a positive way? And what does that mean to them? And I think, from what I could tell, that's that's what you're intended to do with your mini podcast. What can we do to inspire people to take control? of asking that question. What is my purpose? What is my purpose? And 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 again, we we talked about the the forest example. Understand, and agree, and we we know that we have the evolution, and we know, but this the. Uh, Covid nineteen, it's 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 devastating. It's devastating. Are we are we saying that that is the organic process of Uh, colon? Are we saying that? Uh, For me, I have a hard time. Uh, acknowledging that to be the case because it's such a devastating. But as a society, uh, we we're born and we're going to occupy the, uh, this space that we're in for so many years. But who wants to be the person that says, "You know, I I, I want to be the part of the statistic on on the f- fatality as a result of." So I'm not going to really. Uh, I'm 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 going to fight that a little bit to say that we have got to do everything within our power and allow normal processes we're born and I'm um, being redundant for a moment so bear with me folks we're we're born we're going to occupy our body we're going to leave this body and and do whatever happens after that whatever your belief is but in the meantime i don't believe it's okay just to turn our back uh, to the globe if we're in our power to maybe uh, help people uh, to overcome disease is that making sense or what's your view
0: yeah absolutely so like any animal its purpose i suppose you could say any living thing's purpose is to procreate and survive right so a lion will do whatever he can to eat and drink, and if he's got cubs, it will do whatever it can to make sure those cubs live. Humans, we do whatever we can to eat and drink, whether that's making medicine, antibiotics, whether that's trading secrets with China to find out how to have remedies and, and cure cancer, whatever. Our aim is to survive. You could say that we've we've caused loads of problems to find solutions to that um, if we didn't cause those problems, then we would live longer anyway. I mean, that is obviously debatable, but our purpose is to survive, which is no different to any other living species. And if society has been set up because if society is set up because of we have created uh, a way to survive, then if we want to continue to survive as a race, we need to continue what we're doing. So let's just say the average animal dies after, say, 10 years or whatever, like a dog humans have only been able to live for so long because of how it's set up and if that means we need to keep every human being alive if they've got a disease heal them and all the crap that comes with having to do that and a few people die here and there for the human race to live for say 80 years as opposed to say 30 years then that's the price to pay of an evolved species it's like the good and the bad you have to deal with you've created all this good to live longer But Grands moved to America um, because of technology in the first place. But because of technology, you can now say go to space. So you have to take the good with the bad. And like everything in life, people want a definite answer. They want something that's just there. So they know it's there. Like people have calendars. They want to know what's happening at this time, what they're doing tomorrow. They can't just let things be. And so um, I'm losing my thought. You you
1: carry on. (laughs) Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. No, I. I understand, and it is a um, it is a dialogue, especially that the the globe uh, is experiencing this COVID nineteen. And uh, I don't know about you, but I haven't heard much discussion from I'm going to say from the uh, scholars of religion uh, discuss it. Uh, uh, the uh, the evolution of life, if you will, but like I said, I am not an advocate, and I'm not in no way saying that uh, when when uh, pandemics occur that we just turn our back. Oh, let everybody die. I am not. I am not su- supportive of that. I am supportive that if we have the means and if we have our leaders to be proactive and lead my example to say I have a responsibility to Oliver. If I come in contact with Oliver and if I know that I may be putting Oliver in harm's way because I may I may know that I could be a carrier, well I don't think that's very responsible for me not to do everything that I possibly can to protect Oliver. Is that 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 makes sense? Absolutely. Yeah. And I see that a lot playing out, especially in the United States, where we have we have groups that I am not going to wear a mask. Come on, it's a simple price to do. It's out of respect for the human being, right? Now we all know that some point in time, and and I think this would be the fourth time I made reference to this, that we're going to depart this human body, it. but it's report it's it's departed in a. Uh, In in, in a normal cycle, whatever that looks like, whatever our DNA says to us and our health and our lifestyle that we choose, that we continue to breathe and to be a living uh, human being. But it's not okay, in my opinion, for us to create harm, whoever we are, when we know that we could be part of the problem or part of the solution. And that's some of the issues that I have with some of our leaders around the world, and as you, you know as well as I, we got some countries that are doing it better than others of, of protecting their, their citizens, being more proactive. Now, we have in this COVID-19, uh, everybody thinks, well, it's got a vaccine. Of course we, we, we want a solution, but is a vaccine the solution? we got, what, 50% of the people that may or may not uh, accept a vaccine around the globe? Then we have, in the past six months, uh, the devastated effect on the economy. Uh, and, and once you say that we get a magic vaccine in the next month as, as being touted in the United States, I would be elated if that was the case. I would be elated. But is that going to be the magic pill of undoing? And I think, I think the globe... Globe as a whole, and I was just uh, doing some research uh, for another purpose last evening, and the economy, the global economy, and uh, it's projected as over 30 trillion dollars by 2023 that we're going to be in debt as a result of COVID-19. So, so what what are we setting ourselves up for? How do we recover from that? Is a vaccine going to be the magic bullet? What countries are going to do to be able to manage, manage all of that? Or is this, this the design purpose, if you will? Well, if you look at the
0: Big Bang, right, when energy and heat builds up, it doesn't go backwards. It doesn't cool down. It just keeps getting hotter and hotter and hotter and then bang. If you have loads of trees together, as I said, if there's a fire. Eventually, they're all going to burn. As I said, humans do think that we are invincible, but we are no different to a lion, a fly, a mosquito, a ladybird, a ladyboy, whatever, right? It doesn't matter. We are exactly the same. And you know the law of attraction. You, do. you could be convinced to go a certain way to the shopping center, right? But for some reason, you get pulled the other way. Like, just something happens. Like, you hear a, a baby crying, and you go that way, and then and then you go that way. The universe always has the final say. So essentially, it doesn't matter how quickly a medicine is created for COVID. It doesn't matter how smart leaders are, how um, disciplined followers are who follow the leadership. If the universe says there's too many humans on the planet, and there needs to be a wipeout to stabilize living beings on the planet. So fish, animals, not just humans, because we're all connected. We eat all the fish. The fish is in balance. And then, you know, the bees bugger off over there. There's no problem. If the universe is like, look, the balance has, it's gone too far. Forget global warming exists or it doesn't. But if, if, if the life has changed so much so, the universe will be like, look, I can wipe out so many people by the time you find a vaccine that my job is done. So it doesn't matter how quickly we find a vaccine, how many people take the vaccine, the universe is going to win regardless. It just has a way of winning. Let's just say that. Let's just say let's just say that you have another two billion, two billion human beings born in, say, three years. And it takes two years to find a vaccine. Right. It means that we might find a vaccine in two years and lose a billion. But there could be a flu in say another year's time and we've got another 2 billion humans on the planet and it takes another 2-3 years to find a vaccine that it could wipe out not just half the humans it did for the Covid but even more because of the, the speed in which there was another pandemic but, and, and the time it takes to get a, a, a drug for the vaccine plus you've got to distribute it to 2 billion more humans the universe has a way of always winning and it's like, if if you have a girlfriend or an ex-girlfriend and you know she doesn't like you or love you, are you going to stay there and try and be the man she wants you to be? Are you going to stay there and say, what can I do to make you happy? You know she doesn't love you. So she might be like, oh, I'll give him a chance. I'll just be here for a little bit until I find somebody else. But the inevitable is she doesn't want to be with you and she's not going to be here forever. It's got, you've got to face the reality. And the reality is that if this has what if this is what evolution has come to, we have to go inwards, small societies, small local states, rather than trying to save every human being on the planet by creating a vaccine. Go and ask your neighbours. You know, can I help you do this? The thing about the purpose, we, we think like the whole world, change the world. I've always wanted to be a billionaire. Now I've been very ambitious growing up. I wanted to change the world. Like I want to take over the world. And somebody once said to me. Why do you want to take over the world? Like, what do you mean by that? And it was like, you know, he's got a good point. When you see you want to change the world, take over the world, it means that you feel you've got more to offer and you want to show people. That could right. be one person. It's not taking over the world, being the richest person so you can take over the world. It's, it's not exist. It doesn't exist. It's a mindset of how you felt at that time. And so it's like the inevitable is that We're trying to change everything and everyone and all you can really change is yourself and the people around you. And it goes back to the tribe days. Everything does a full circle. So you've got, say, uh, 20 animals, 20 humans in a small tribe. You eat dinner, you sing with them, you dance with them, you bring up their kids. They say, how many people does it take to raise a kid? A whole village. Yet people try and do it just between a mother and a father or one mother without the father. And yet it takes a whole village. You look at animals. They've got like a herd of elephants bringing up one little baby elephant. You don't see one big elephant just bringing up one elephant. That's just not how it works. So it's called a full circle. It's not, okay, you need better leaders. You need more money. You need more discipline. You need more police. That's like saying more energy in space is only going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And you know the outcome. Bang. And it all starts again. So it's essentially going from small tribes, big tribes, too many people to manage, fighting, coronavirus, whatever, not enough food and water because there's too many flipping humans on the planet. And then you do a full circle and you're back to the local level. Let's just say that America has a massive lockdown and you can only stay in your state and you've got, say, 30,000 people. You can't rely on um, food and drink from China or England or Mexico or even at the opposite end of America. You now have to visit the local cows in your state and the local apples in your state and the local this and that. And you, and you do a full circle and then you realize, why do I need big business anyway? Why do I need just eat? Why do I need big businesses taking over everything? When I've got Margaret is selling apples, Janet is doing the jam. He's doing the chickens. He's got the cows. He's got the eggs. And then you, and then it's, it's that awareness of a full circle. And then your purpose isn't trying to find a purpose. You are living your purpose right now. Because now it's Maureen's coming over saying, have you got any eggs? Absolutely, Maureen. Maureen says, have you got any coriander? And you go to the garden. And before you know it, the whole day's passed by. That was your purpose. Kids these days are sitting on their phone trying to find a purpose. And as I said, I told my mum the other day, your purpose is to pick some berries, make a blackberry crumble, not sit on your phone thinking, what can I do today? And it's all gone the opposite. But the universe will always bring it back.
1: (laughs) Always. Always bring it back. In, 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 interesting. always bring it back. But yet, as we, as we occupy the space and time that we're in, and, and as you say, the universe will balance. It always will. It's always going to win. But as we're going through that process, as we're going through that process, like I said, where we're on, where we as the human beings are on this earth from, say, 100 years of age, 120 years of age, 80 years of age. As you, we said earlier, early part of the, our civilization, 20 years of age was an old person at certain times in our evolution. But as we're doing that, would you agree or not agree that? civility, harmony, and and to do everything we possibly can to give equal rights and opportunities for those h- human beings that want it, question one. And then qu- follow-up, question two would be, what do we do with those individuals that just, in my opinion, just want to sit on the sideline and suck the life out of everything they come in contact with? What's your thoughts?
0: R- rephrase the question one so I can. Okay. Just as I, briefly.
1: I, I had two questions. The question is. The universe is always going to win. But as we are in our present time and space as human beings, we currently, regardless on the globe, to say that we have a lifespan of, say, 100 years. Within a hundred year lifespan of a human being. During that period of time, should we, as living, breathing things, do everything we possibly can to be able to afford opportunities or make uh, life as good as we possibly can for those that want it? Uh, so, uh, for example, I'm listening to the
0: radio, right? I'm in England and I hear them say um, riots have broken out in America or something's happened in Spain. The first thing I'm thinking, why the fuck do I need to know that? I am in my house in England. I'm, I'm not there. If I didn't have a TV, I wouldn't know it's there. Mm. Why do I need to know that is happening right now on a human level? You're in America. A black person in Nigeria, a Mexican, a Filipino, me. We're human beings. If you were here with me, we would connect as humans. Our energy would go into one. But it doesn't matter how many elephants are on the planet. They might be the same species. All they can do is live their life on this part of the rock. And it doesn't matter about the elephants over there. They have no idea that's an elephant, okay? That's a man-made term, elephant. They have no idea what's happening over there. They don't know, they don't, know, they don't care. They're just focused on here. As a human race, because everything is connected, when we say, when we speak about humans and stuff, it's, it's a billion human beings. It's not just a few, it's not country-based. So when I listen to my radio and they say, you know, something's happened in America. First thing I think is, if I was in America, That would be really sad, I'd want to try and make a difference I'd want to help out, I'd want to do something If I was there But I'm not there Now, if there was stuff happening in my country And stuff in America, obviously I'd try and help My country first, because it's closer I can do something about it, because it's closer Now, not that I'd choose Preference over country, it's just I've got to get on a plane, it costs money I can only control what I can control So it comes down to the fact That we're all connected Every human being is now connected. Every human being is one. Elephants, there's elephants in Africa. They're, no, they're different to the elephants in, say, China. They don't know they exist. But because of how society is, we know everyone exists. So it's not just this is happening in England. It's, this is happening in Russia. This is happening in America. This is happening in China. This is happening in North Korea. You take away the countries, it's just humanity has done this, humanity has done that. Humans are fighting here, humans are fighting there. You take away countries, take away borders, we're just human beings on a rock. And essentially like quantum physics, as you probably know, there's no such thing as the time distance. So you're in America, but really you're in my room. A Chinese man, he's in my room. An English man across my street, he's in my room. You're here, whether it's one person or 8 billion people, we're all, I'm all, our energies are connected. Now you could say tribal beliefs are different tribes and beliefs. So it's like having triangle and a square. They don't merge. But everything, that the human consciousness is now all connected. So now everyone is a triangle and we all merge. So now everyone's problem is everyone's problem. We see everyone else's pain as a human being. So now when I listen to the radio and they say this happened in America, it feels like my problem, like it's happening down the road. But even though I can't control it, you still feel part of it. And world problems affect you as if it's your own, because you think, wow, that could be my family. That could be my grand, Or maybe you had a grand that moved out there and it easily could have been her. So now that time collapses and it all merges into one and you see it as a fellow brother, a fellow sister, a fellow friend, even though you don't know who they are. They're billions of miles away. So now it becomes our problem. So how does humanity solve humanity's problem? And (laughs) you can't solve it. You can only try and solve it. And that is your purpose. That's the purpose. Like some people spend 50 years trying to get justice for something. 50 years trying to change the world as I used to try and do. 50 years to Elon Musk creating a chip and creating planes and creating therapies. Einstein spent all his life doing a light bulb or whatever that was his purpose and then he's dead now what well there's billions of other problems so it's like what it's a waste of time really because he quit the light bulb but now we've got solar panels so it was a waste of time but it's like no it's this transition of purpose it's just like you're here now what do you do and it's like well i just need a purpose and it's just eventually everything ends up being irrelevant anyway. Like, let's just say there was a massive asteroid that hit the earth, like the dinosaur ages. Mm-hmm. Everything we've ever done, you, me, my laptop, your book, my idea, every <laughs> single thing will be an absolute, it didn't exist, nonsense. So it's like, what is the point in any of this? And it comes back to, you're here, so you might as well find a purpose. What was your question too?
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I I, I, uh, I I, think you got it. And, and that was the point I was making because, and um, in, in, in you're so right quantum physics and uh uh, to to a lot of folks and i don't want to suggest that uh uh, globally people don't understand quantum physics but it 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 it, folks it is real (laughs) quantum physics is 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 real and and they have a better understanding and uh, you are uh, extremely evolved in that understanding. I could just tell the short period of time that we were spending together. Uh, but I want to, <clears throat> I'm going to celebrate my 70, 72. I'm going to be 72 years of age in the 20, on the 29th of September. I look back on, on my life. And uh, my life started nothing special. Uh, poor Southern boy, uh, I mean, all of the uh, challenges that one could be uh, dealt. Uh, and when I make that comment, I am no means suggesting I'm a victim. I am not. I am suggesting that life gives us stuff. It's our choice. What we decide, to do with it, and as long as I, am, as long as I can take a breath, and uh, so I'm like you, I've often said, I want to change the world until I realize how crazy that sounds, right? Well, I can't, but what can I do for this period of time that I am going to be present? Can I do something that's going to inspire someone's life to say, yes, we can, and maybe a thousand years when, uh, as we evolve, a thousand years down the road, do I, do I want somebody to say, well, geez, that conversation, that, that, uh, that thing called podcast that I uh, looked at and I listened to with Oliver and Jim back a thousand years ago maybe it inspired me for my thought process so i i'm, I'm trying to get make, make a point if i can make it myself is the fact that it's all within us it's all within us and also people ask the question how can such evil people be in power how did evil, he how did evil people obtain power what is evil what is evil, people? And uh, I, I am I am I am one to say that I, I am no fan of our current U.S. president. I am no fan of our current U.S. president. Uh, I I, uh, I I I I'm a man of, uh, of my word. I I believe that your word. I believe trust. I believe all of those things are important. I believe that. Uh, you and I, we just decided and uh, thank you for reaching out, just decided to have a conversation today. We, we didn't set this up. We just decided to have a conversation and you initiated it and I'm very thankful for it because I'm, I'm actually being very stimulated in, in our conversation because mm-hmm. when we started talking, I had no idea where we were going to go, right? I, I had no idea. But at the same time, we have an opportunity in the space that we're in, hopefully, to say, somebody looking at, I can make a difference. I can have a purpose today. So as long as we can continue to do that, as we got, continue to evolve as a civilization, and like I said, 100 years from today, 200 years from today. And that's what I did when I wrote the book, Broken America, when I went back to uh, the Constitution, when, it, when the United States... Uh, that uh, tribe and said we 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 we're, 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 we're going to do our own thing right here we're going to go make our own country we're going to do this and and why because we had a different set of values at that time and 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 we are such a young country uh the united states is such a young country and i i often say to people there's no guarantees that we can remain this what we commonly refer to as the most powerful nation and arguably, you know, uh, on, on Earth, well, there's no guarantee that you're ever going to maintain that position. So we have a lot of people in America that think it's a given. It's not a given. It can go away just like that. Just like that. And it, it distresses me uh, when I see hundreds of years of people that have fought for uh, society, uh, civilization, uh, that, like uh, you know, harmony, uh, and and to be able to live live a life, a purpose, every how if that changes ten ten times a day. <clears throat> so you're saying how you know why
0: do why is evil people in power? Right. Well, just imagine that power is uh, leadership, and you have to do good. And if you don't do good, then people will find a way to get you out. Bad people bad people and they do bad things and so the rule of good and bad doesn't exist they just do what they have to do to stay in so this rule about you've done bad get out mm. it, it's, it's no fuck off and if people try and tell them then you assassinate them so it's like well you're just you're just the big elephant stampeding on everything and because you're bigger there's nothing i can do apart from get out of the way or you know and so what how do you control stuff like that Um, So it doesn't matter what whether somebody likes Trump or doesn't like Trump. Imagine America is the president. Right. And say you could say, I don't know, China or Russia, the vice president. Right. Um, The one below, let's say, in terms of overall power. And then you could say below Russia is China, which is the president, CEO. And then you've got the board of directors. Right. So everyone has a position. You speak up to him. You don't speak up to me. You follow what I say and you follow this command. So it's called the... um, What's the word? Uh, Everyone has their different positions. The dominoes fall in certain orders, right? Right. I can't think of that phrase. Anyway, so things have a certain order. Now, we can agree that America is the chief, right? The very bottom, the very top, the boss, yeah? And all the other countries are below. What has happened over time is, is that... Other countries have thought that they're the boss and they've piped up. And then the chief who was supposed to be in control has gone on holiday because he's feeling so powerful. He's gone on a boat. He's living in Barbados. And like terrorist organizations or drug organizations, if the big El Chapo or the big ISIS isn't there and they've gone on holiday, somebody else will pipe up and start selling the drugs. Somebody else will pipe up and start taking over the territory. What happened, you could say, is that American leadership over time, for whatever reason, we on holiday for a bit. Russia piped up, China piped up, Iran piped up, Syria piped up, North Korea piped up. Now, imagine a big elephant amongst small elephants. If that elephant has got 400 years on the planet and, he's, and, and no other elephant becomes as big as that big elephant, he's going to dominate. He can squash all of you. He's that big cow on a field that barges out the way. Get me to the hay. And all the other cows, they move back. Whether one hates Trump or doesn't hate Trump, we can agree that America is a superpower and is the chief. Other countries thought they were the chief and they tried to take a bit of control. The chief didn't say, I'm sorry, but I'm the chief here. They, he was on holiday, he was playing golf. He doesn't care about that. I'll sort it out when I come back. Okay. Another one, you know, like the, the game we hit moles at the arcade. You hit one worm and the other one comes up, and you hit that one and the other one comes up. You're supposed to hit the moles as they come up. What happened was is that, you know, the the other guy was playing coins in another arcade and all these moles piped up and there wasn't enough people to put them down. Whether one hates Trump or not, Trump has come in and has put everyone in order. He's put everyone in order. They suppose you're number 10, you're number 9, you're number 8, you're number 7, I am number 20. He's put everyone in order. He's aligned everyone up. What's that fucking thing? Command position. Chain of command. Okay, the chain of command was all tangled. It was seven, four, two, nine, one, eight, seven, six. Trump has put them in ten, nine, eight, seven, six. America, Russia, China, Iran. He's put everyone in order. So if he and when he dies, one thing no one can take away from him is he's he's put everyone he has. He has put everyone back in their place. That is is something no one could take away from him. Forget policies. He has put everyone back in their place. America is now at the top of the triangle. They are the chief, the king of the world right now. No one can disagree. Iran hasn't done anything for a while. North Korea hasn't done anything for a while. China, they're just hoping to God that he doesn't come back in. Russia, Putin knows that he's not going to get away with shit. Everyone's piped down. It's like silence after a storm. You don't hear anything when he came in it was like yeah we'll try our luck north korea start shooting missiles they know he means business hate him or not it is only a good thing that these big elephants are in their order because a big elephant has come into town and has said look i'm the chief here and that is not a bad thing would you agree
1: well i i I agree that uh, the powers that you describe uh, has been uh, pretty muted over the past three and a half years to agree, I agree with that but there's also a um, and and i also agree that America is the the power but there's also a a method that you make that stuff out. So is it taking putting everybody in order at their at all cost of uh, what it does to other human beings? Uh, is it putting everybody in order by lying uh, by I mean distorting the truth? or is it is we have everybody in order because it's just one big bully sitting at the top?
0: Imagine imagine you have a a mother She's got 20 kids She's watching three of them Jonathan, get back down Lucy, put that down While she's looking up there Her other kids are over there In fact, let's do it to a chimpanzee situation Imagine like chimps in a jungle, right? They're swinging around the trees That monkey mum is like, come back down, and they're swinging over there. When she looks over there, quantum physics again, when you observe that particle, that comes to you, right? So what you don't want comes when you're looking at it, blah, blah, blah. So she's trying to control her three chimps. And all the other chimps are running wild. So she stops dealing with those three. She goes and deals with those three. No matter what she does, there's going to be carnage. So she saves them from falling down, but then they climb up. She doesn't go to them. They're going to fall. But when she goes to them, they go up the tree again. When you look at something, it does the opposite. Have you noticed that when you say there's ghosts, when you say ghosts, please make a noise if you're here. They don't do it when you're asking. But when you stop focusing on them, then they throw the marbles. That's quantum physics. It's not the ghost. It's the vibration of your thoughts, what you're focusing on, creating a vibration in, say, the, the painting on the wall, the plant pot, and it falls off. The longer you observe it, the more charge it has when you look at it. Bang. So let's just say that politics is a it's about balancing. It's about trying to make as many people in harmony as possible. You cannot look at all those chimpanzees up that tree, because when you do, that happens over there. It's impossible to keep every single person happy. When you do something, it's going to affect that. When you take something from there, it comes from there. Right. When you look at those chimps those chimps got the tree when you take water from the ocean it goes in rain and appears over there you cannot make everyone happy and when you make a certain group happy you make another group unhappy for example you have gay marriage accepted in america and all the christians are like you shouldn't be gay it's against god so now you've pissed off a lot of those people whilst you've made those people happy it's about the balance this is why it's not about republicans democrats it's not about trump or biden it's about balancing up as much. It's about creating as much harmony as you can. And it's, it, again, in the animal kingdom, there's always another animal that tries to take over the land. If they, if they fight the one who's bigger wins and that one steps down until another one steps up and eventually that one's going to get old and this one's going to defeat it. That's the balance of life, yin and yang, positive, negative. It's not one, it's not, this is right. Trump did this, but he also did this. Or this happened because Trump did this. It's just not, that's not how it works. And what's happened these days is that it's not just red or black, black and white. It's red, black, orange, blue, green. All these belief systems, all these ways of life, all these tribes coming up, all Chinese tribes, Indian tribes, African tribes, English tribes. You can't keep everyone happy. Now there's not 20 chimps. There's about a billion chimps. You don't know what the fucking do. You kill a wasp, you kill an ant's nest another ant's nest. Fuck's sake. You go over there, you kill that ant's nest, another one. Big hornet's nest. You deal with that, another one comes. What do you do? (laughs) And this is the whole point. One has to accept the fact that humans are not powerful. They're not in control. They think they are because they take over the planet. We are no different to the laws of what a worm abides by. And when we truly accept that, We stop trying to create change and we just essentially go within and live a harmonious life ourselves, and help thy neighbor rather than help everyone around the world. You know, it's like they say, stop looking for love. It's already there. The person you're supposed to be with is the person you grew up from school with, right? You don't like her because she's ugly, but it's a spirit that you'd fall in love with. Whilst you're looking at Kim Kardashian in America, your love is like, we're the same. So we look at, we ignore It's already there, but yeah
1: <laughs> Understood Und, Understood uh, you, your, your analogies are, 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 are really good And uh, I, I just want to uh, say this uh, Before we conclude um, I've, I've got all the time in the world to... <laughs> Yeah um, It's not about Hating Trump or not hating Trump I don't hate Trump uh that's not the that's that's not the point what i what i believe in i believe in a country and i think that we've got to have we have to have leadership and i also agree with you up to a point about if you're going to make some group happy you're going to make another group not happy I just go back to and maybe this would be appropriate. I just go back to my time in the military, and in the '60s, uh, we had in, in the '60s we had uh, we had a lot of issues in America in the '60s in civil rights. We had a lot of people in Vietnam that were uh, were draftees. We had a lot of people that didn't want to be there. Um, I personally, I volunteered for the Army. I asked to go. I, 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 I did that in the, in the mid-60s. So the point I'm getting to, I'm there, a young white Southern boy by command, as you laid out, control and command, chain of command, <laughs> chain of command. I'm chain of command, and I am a young platoon leader. In other words, I have these people. I am, I, am, I am the chain here, and it comes down. Well, I, had, I looked over, when I'm standing in formation. I had every walk of life, black, Hispanic, Asian, every walk of life in my platoon. And my job, my job, as I view it at that time, was do everything that I possibly could to make sure that each one of those individuals were able to go home vertical to get on an airplane when their time was to depart the theater, as we referred to it, the combat theater. Now, I work to try to make everybody harmonious within my platoon, all walks of life, all religions, and we actually did a pretty good job with that. We had, and it's called leadership. It's called empathy. It's called compassion. It's called understanding the other, other person's point of views, their concerns. I spent a lot of time understanding every person in my platoon. As I started in business, one of the things I did is to make sure that I understood as much as again, every employee, That takes a lot of work. I want to know what makes you tick as best that I possibly can. That is a lot of work on me because I believe it's really important that if we're all going to be collective, we got to be singing from the same song as a collective group to be able to accomplish our mission that we have set out for this time, our purpose. So, whereby I agree with you that the... Uh, the, the, the Iran's, the Russia's, the North Koreans, and all those people have become somewhat uh, neutral at the moment. I'll use that word. I do not agree that we could also do it in a different way. Now, have we accomplished that with past? Well, to a degree, maybe, maybe not. But I, I, think, it, I, I think we can do a better job at it. And uh, that's, that's probably a debate uh, for many times for many people, and I have it every day. Yes, I agree with that, but uh, I, I think we can do it better. I'm just, I'm just wired that I think I could be better. This universe gave me some DNA wiring to believe that uh, we, we, we can be better as long as we're here walking this earth and trying to make a positive influence on people. So your chain your, your of command group, there, how many was
0: there? Just roughly 50, 100, 200?
1: Uh, there was uh, two fifty in a company, there was like uh, uh, in in a platoon, uh, fifty-five, uh, sixty. So, so you're saying that it was harmonious? I, I absolutely did, I did not say that it was harmonious. I was saying there they had differences. They had differences. It was not harmonious, it was wrong no, so
0: absolutely... wrong word. Are you saying that you they were do you, you all got along, you were in sync, you were
1: all on the yeah. same page. I said after a period of time as a leader, we depended on each other. We began to trust each other. We didn't necessarily agree with everything that we did, but at the same time, we were as a collective believed in each other and supported each other. We didn't agree. We could have very spirited conversations about politics, about religion, about all, all of that. But I'm saying as a leader, you can bring people together with diverse views. But it, it's, it's called leadership. How do you, how do you and make people know that you, you actually care? So you can uh, do a, you know, go about your day in a harmonious way and yet disagree.
0: So, so many companies these days, they're at the top and they let everyone else deal with everyone else. And they're so distant from the vision of essentially the one at the top. And I, I've always known this. I watched my father. He was—he's a singer. He was, you know, whatever. He has an individual connection with every single person, every single restaurant person. He has a connection to. It's not business. It's you're a human being. You've got a restaurant. I'm a singer. I need to get paid. Let's work together. It's we're all in harmony. So, getting to know each individual employee. Yeah, it does take time. But I used to work for a restaurant. I wasn't a manager. I wanted to run the whole damn company. But because <laughs> I was I shut all my businesses down because I didn't I as I said I wanted to take over the world and then I I had a spiritual awakening and I was realizing that wasn't what I wanted. I got my first part time job in a restaurant. Now at school, people always talk about people, it's just the way it is. Even old older people, they talk about people, not necessarily in a bad or the good way, but they do. But I realized that if I build an individual relationship with each individual person, they're not going to talk about me when I'm not there because we have an individual connection. You feel like you're betraying your friend. So speaking about your company, speaking to every employee, so many companies will slag off the big companies they work for. Let's just say Virgin, slag off Richard Branson. He's not even at the top for goodness sake, yeah? But they will slag them off. They don't care about us, whatever. Because you don't understand you don't see it but if richard spoke to every single person you'd feel like you're essentially slagging off a friend or a neighbor so getting to know each individual person is so, it's so crucial um but what say says it would be easier to it'll be you it's easier to be more in harmony with say 300 conrads than it is right. to make 8 billion <coughs> humans in harmony
1: agreed um yeah.
0: So, so I think what you were saying is you were disagreeing that I was saying it's when you make some people happy, there's somebody unhappy, and then you were saying how you disagree because when you were in the military or whatever, you were somewhat more in harmony. And I was going to say that's because there's less people to right. c- please as opposed to trying to please the whole world, and that's why
1: trying yeah. to make everyone happy it's harder than it is. Yeah. I, and 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 I get that. And and uh, uh, my point is. I think with the right, right leadership and the right message, you can do a better job. You can. Uh, I think we can do a better job at uh, uh, bringing uh, the globe together and uh, than, than, than we're doing. I, I, I just think we can. We're going to make everybody happy? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. That's what makes us all unique. That's what makes this globe so unique is the unique individuals. But at the same time, there's got to be a voice of reason. And, and we, we look at the people, especially in America, that we hold up as uh, spiritual leaders and as political leaders. And one that comes to mind is Martin Luther King, right? Martin Luther King in the 60s, his message, his inspiration, his ability to communicate, his ability to uh, give hope. Uh, hope and I often say in business, hope is not a strategy to make money because you got to have some very. But having people say that there is, there can be. Can my life be better? Can I get out of this ghetto? Can I do these things? Can I do that? We've got to have leaders that, as long as we're going to occupy this planet, we need leaders being able to say yes, we can. We're not going to make everybody happy, but we. It's 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 fight to fight in a positive way. To try to make life a little bit more uh, compatible globally, a lot of people say, "Well, Jim, that's pretty naive." I said, "Yeah, it probably is, but if it's okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang on to that because that's what I've been fighting for for over 60 years, is to make sure that um, in business. I'm a business guy. I've been very blessed. I'm very humble." Uh, what I've been able to accomplish. And I did it by having this outreach to majority of uh, my employees, let them know that I do care about them and and everybody knows that this is where we want to go. I want our employees to understand that each and every employee to understand that we're trying to create a company that is affording uh, a, a wage that they can afford to buy food and pay for the necessities versus working at the bottom of the run. That's one thing that I'm always doing. I have never ran a company where the U S government says the minimum wage is this in the United States. And I hate that with a passion I am. I don't want to pay people minimum wage. I want to do everything I possibly can to pay as much as I possibly can to those individuals to help them, have a better quality of life that they choose even though we may disagree on a lot of subjects. but that's the point i'm making in in america and around the world today that we 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 need leaders in my opinion i think we're we have void currently where we don't have leaders that are maybe having these type of conversations that are maybe a little bit more and in, and in, in, in inspiring to people versus saying hey You make me mad. My missile's bigger than your missile, right? That's the thing. People, big companies, they see
0: it as I want to make as much money as possible. So I pay you as little as possible. And you might have, say, five million each year for, say, five years. But eventually, if you piss off your people essentially doing your work for you, you're only going to ever have 25 mil. If you give people, say, twice as much wage in those first five years, not only will that company still be around in five years' time because they've not got pissed off with you, you would have made that extra 25 mil back because your company's still going. And you like, I'm the same as you. You pay people how you'd want to be paid. People will want to work for you. They know they're not leaders and they can't create a business. They're employees and they follow. That's just, they understand that, right? They're not expecting to be paid the same amount of money as the boss. That's just not what it is. They know that the going rate is, say, 25K, or whatever. They will be ecstatic to get 30K. They want to work, but they have to live. And so they're human beings at the end of the day. And if you make everyone happy, that company's going to be around for a very long time. If you pay them shit amount of money because you want to make a bit more, you might get that bit more for that short amount of time, but you're going to lose it because these people are each making you a pound and you've got 50 in the bank. And yeah, it's a, it's a mindset. I'm exactly the same. I'm only 27. And I, I, I know all this stuff. I don't, Excessive thinking, analysing, my father telling me all this stuff. But yeah, um, everything you're saying about the business model its so true. I always have a vision that when I've got my massive company, each employee will have my number. I want to know what's happening at the bottom level. I don't trust the chain of command. They're not leaders. They are managers on a higher wage. They're not right. leaders. They cannot lead. They are following from the one above. The only leader is the one at the top. Otherwise, why the hell are they following me? You know? So I want to know at the very bottom of the waiter in the restaurant. What is happening? Tell me. Obviously, it won't go straight to me. you will go to my PA and she'll sit me down and say, look, this is happening, this is happening, this is happening. And I'll know that the chances are if it's happening in this restaurant. It's happening in every restaurant. And then I send people down to make sure after I've sent my chain of command down that it's being followed. How many people from the top like undercover boss? The boss says something and he's pissed off how it's not in place and he blames everyone else. I'm like, mate, you are the person in charge. You have to make sure that what you vision goes down. Yeah, you can't be the one who goes down. You can't rely on these people, but at least have a PA guy who goes and makes sure that it's in place. And that's how I think. You have a PA, which is the the dividing of your my brain. You got your chain of command, you put it down, they have connections with you and, and you they can any problems you come to me, they will feel so powerful that they've got the man at the top on speed dial, they will run it like it's your own. And when you send things down the chain, don't presume that Malcolm's put it in place. Malcolm's on ship pan an hour salary, he's a manager, but he doesn't want to be there. So make nah. sure that it's in place. And it is a mindset. That's
1: true so so true
0: i'm very with you on that
1: <laughs> yeah so so true i tell you what uh we could have this discussion for for hours and hours and hours and hours Uh but uh i am i, I i've got to uh say thank you and uh because i just realized the time geez i couldn't realize with uh, uh hour 15 or so and i've got to uh, Grab on another appointment at uh, my time at in, in, uh, 2.30. So I'm, I'm going to okay. have to say thank quickly, you.
0: Quickly say your book and where it can be bought and what date it's going to be released. Uh,
1: Broken America. We're going to release it on September the 9th. And uh, you can buy it uh, through uh, authorjimwhite.com, uh, brokenamerica.com, or all of the other platforms around the world that uh, sells books. So uh, brokenamerica.com. Released it on Tuesday. I mean, excuse me, Wednesday. Mm -hmm. It is Wednesday, September the 9th. It has been a pleasure, Oliver. Thank you, sir. Okay, wait there
0: one sec. Let me just press stop and I will say goodbye. If you've enjoyed this episode, I have many more for you to listen to, so go back and have a look at the old ones. Also, make sure that you have subscribed and notifications are turned on so you know when I've released a new one. Follow me on Instagram. Yes, King Oliver. Have a great day.